0: Welcome one, welcome all to another episode of Successfully Unsigned with Oops. David Overstreet. D-Shack. D-Shack. Paddy G. Paddy DJ Dang. Paddy G. DJ Paddy, DJ Paddy G. G. DJ
1: Paddy G. <laughs> DJ Who are you today?
2: Who are you today? Just Paddy Both. G? Or are you feeling smoky?
1: Spunky. I thought you said smoky. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, that's a
0: little one. smoky.
1: <laughs> Fire, yeah.
0: Do a little sauna-y. Nice. Smokey. Sonic-y. Sauna. Ah. Sauna. Sana <laughs> sauna. Go
1: see Sonic the Hedgehog 2.
0: Mm. I can't be- I still can't believe they like redid the animation for that. I can't believe that Sonic made like the number 1 movie of the
2: year that year. Like box office. It should have. You no, know, seriously.
1: Such a good movie.
2: But it was <laughs> also 2020
0: right before COVID hit. Oh, so it was yeah. like the only movie. So it's the, the only movie. movie. That movie
1: should have won an Oscar. Quite
2: honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll but. be another episode. We'll talk
0: about that. Um <laughs> so how you guys doing? Had a good weekend? Oh, I was Pretty it good. was a good weekend, yeah. nice tiring. What did you do?
1: Uh what did I do? Um well, we had a bonfire last night. I remember uh-huh. that. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. What, did we do fr- what did I do Friday? He looked at me. He was like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I have no idea. I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> um,
1: I did something Friday. I
0: don't really remember what it was, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, good or bad. I don't know. Um, yeah, man. The weekend was good for me, too. Was, I had, um, went on a little hike today. It's a nice. Cool Sunday nap. Um oh, yeah. Yesterday did something yesterday, and now I'm, I'm pulling a U. I am pulling you. I do not know what I yeah. did yesterday. Um, oh, I went to a wedding. Oh, yeah. That's kind yeah, of a big thing. Nice. I went to a wedding That's of one of my friends. You who free food. Right, and the food was good. They do you quick. like weddings? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're cool. I
1: love weddings. I <laughs> wish I could go to way more weddings, like, yeah. all the time.
0: They're awesome. Um, she had, like, little appetizers, little cheese cubes, and, like, I thought it was really cool, and she had a really good, like, wedding meal. Does that make her breaks a wedding, honestly? Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's the yeah. only reason I go. Right. Even um, though they've all been family, the only family only reason too. After that, you just leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, they had, like, the dancing and all of that. And um, they did the fake send-off, which was kind of weird. <laughs> because, like, usually with a send-off, you there's, like, a way to exit for them. But we just, like, all got in a circle with the sparklers, and they just ran around the circle. That's <laughs> and so interesting. I was, like, and so they, like, made them, okay. like made him dip her several times and kiss okay. her. And it was just so, in my opinion, like robotic and just kind of like, I know they were uncomfortable. Like I can, okay. I can feel She's it. Gonna say, yeah, I it was going to say, I hope they're scripted. not watching this. Uh, no, 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 she understands. <laughs> She's, she like, she was stressed out about, it. I talked to her after. She was like, my eye was twitching pretty much the entire week. Why, why was it this. fakes it off? I don't know. Because while everyone was still there, I guess they wanted to get everyone out there and, Oh, okay. Like, oh, I was going to okay. ask if the venue didn't
2: have a door, but I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, we all like we all went in through the ceiling. Um, Closed it up. We roped in. Like a nice. SWAT team. Um, That'd be a cool wedding, man. I we ended Not up waiting lie. for food for a very long time, though, because... Not a cool yeah, wedding. Typically. They, The way they sent the tables to get food was so weird. They, like, mm-hmm. send like the, the highest number table, and then it's in the lowest. And so by the time they got to us, we were, like, right in the middle. Mm. And so we were literally right by the food table.
2: And look at you being important. get in the middle. We in the you're middle, in the, yeah. you
0: the bottom, man. I know, but... <laughs> what? Damn, it's, like, what the last end of the about?
2: list. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to be at the end of the list because then you get your food the last and you're the least important. Okay, so how was think. your weekend, Dale? <laughs> 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 no, my weekend was good. Um, I
1: remember on Friday... We yeah. saw the new movie *Barbarian*. Oh man! Do you like horror movies, David? I it was do. Freaky. It was intense. How was it? Freaky. It was disturbing.
0: Very. That's the hallmark of a good horror um, movie. I feel like it <laughs> is
1: an amazing horror film. It was insane, though. Yeah. One of yeah. the most bizarre movies I've seen. What's it called? *Barbarian*, starring Justin Long, <laughs> one of the greatest <laughs> actors of our generation. <laughs> Love you, Justin Long.
0: Uh, you heard it here. You heard it here. um i watched this series called the patient it's on hulu it's got steve carell in it okay okay and it's like like i don't want to give too much away but it's basically just like about this kid who like goes to therapy and like kidnaps his therapist and like makes him the patient whoa and so it's it's really it's a cool concept and i thought the acting was great in it so um so yeah Good weekends all around. Yeah, you see, I watched I watched that movie with Patrick Friday night, and then yesterday
2: I spent all day outside um, at an art festival, doing some a uh, little bit of engineering. Cool, and I also got to do perform like a little thirty minute set of my own original music. so That was a lot of fun. Nice, nice long day outdoors, but yeah. uh, definitely worth it. Definitely Very worth cool. it. Where Where was it? it was at, uh, it was at Old Fort Park Old over Fort. here in town? Nice, and uh, like I said, it was part of the Greenway Art Festival. We had a couple stages. We had some setups for did a little recording, cool, little video work. Um, Perform uh, our th- the kids had two uh, two live performances of their play mm-hmm. of their musical, so we engineered that. Okay. Um, just did yeah, cats, yeah, wrist cats. <laughs> uh, and so you know we, we just had a we had a great time, you know, out there. Um, beautiful, beautiful day for it. Didn't get yeah. too hot, wasn't too cold. Uh, I mean, it was just a
0: great day to be outside in the park and and get yeah. to get to do some engineering. Yeah, it's great weather all around this weekend. Oh yeah, love and fall. Um, so. Uh, Now that we've all kind of shared our weekends, I think we uh, we have something for for the audience. We thought, you know, the last time we 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 came on, we brought an item with us, um, (laughs) an item that is, you know, has some significance. To us in some way, um, so I guess we'll start. I'm I'm curious about Patrick. Oh to yeah. start with always, Patrick. <laughs> always.
1: Well, last time I had uh, my Spice Girls backpack, and I want you to know, David, I now have like a mental list of items. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bring this, yeah. this, and this, this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have so many things. If you ever come to my apartment, it is it's just quite item something. after item. Yeah, it really is. Okay, what we got? so it's a little hard to see in the camera. You probably. Can, Oh, wait, there's a camera right here. I don't know if you can see that. (laughs) Okay, so this is The Sponge Who Could Fly, the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. Okay. Okay, so you've probably heard of the SpongeBob SquarePants musical on Broadway. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I have. It uh, opened (laughs) up in, I want to say, 2018, 2017, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. So I first heard about this musical in 2014, and I I love SpongeBob. SpongeBob was like my first love, Growing up, I love it. Anyway, okay, so in 2014, I, like, was looking up the SpongeBob musical, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to come out. Literally had been waiting for years. When it came out in 2018, I was so happy, finally, because I'd been waiting for years. Mm-hmm. But before that... <laughs> Four years. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. This man's <laughs> But dedicated. before
1: that, um, when I was doing some research on it, I found this, The Sponge Who Could Fly, the, mm-hmm. a new musical. This was released, I want to say, two, okay, this thing, 2009, so it started out um, as this musical that like kind of went around Singapore, mm. okay, and um, it is based off the lost episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, the Sponge Who Could Fly, where he inflates his pants and he can fly. Mm. Um,
2: the lost episode?
1: <laughs> yes, you just need to watch SpongeBob. Um be a normal human being. <laughs> you had to be there. Sorry. I'm, um yeah. so the one in Singapore was more like mascoty costumes and like kind of I don't know, strange. Well then they did a UK tour and oh yeah, so you can see um his pants are inflated here. That's what it looks like in the cartoon. But then you get um into some of the other costumes. They're a little less mascoty, but they're still uh terrifying. That
0: is oh and oh not great. gosh. Oh. Should have been in that movie. That's, yeah, that's nightmarish right there. So, when I found this
1: in 2014, I was uh, instantly hooked because there's just something about like obscure media, obscure items. Mm -hmm. I just love it. Like, I I just eat that stuff up because I'm like, who, like, no one's talking about this. No one knows about this. Like, I, it just makes it feel special, I guess. Right. You are special Patrick, um, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, no, kidding. so when I uh, was looking it up, I found someone posted all the music on YouTube because they found a CD at a flea market, and I was mm. like, "I need that CD." Mm. Okay, so I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> We're going to talk about what makes a good song today. Sponge Who Could Fly musical is not a good example. <laughs> the SpongeBob musical from 2018 is a great example of musical theater. It is absolutely amazing. This, uh, not so much. Not so much. But um, not over those
0: costumes.
1: I Yeah, that too. That's freaky. Um, also, little fun fact. The guy who wrote it was the guy who helped write season four of SpongeBob, which is usually considered the downfall of SpongeBob. Um, at least back in the day. So a mm. little telling. Mm. Okay. Uh and so anyway, the years pass. Know. I cannot find I cannot find the CD like to save my life. Like it's nowhere to be found. Mm. Uh, because no one cares about this musical. Literally no one. <laughs> and so finally, years pass, uh, probably within the it was in 2022. It was probably like, I don't know, maybe it was last year. It was about a year ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that musical. I'm like, let me go look it up and see if I can like find a CD. I probably can't. eBay, $5. <laughs> Best $5 that I have ever spent in my entire life because I now have a physical copy of <laughs> The Sponge Who Could Fly and I can now play it in my um in, in my SpongeBob CD stereo tape player stop. as well. Yeah. stop. Yep, I ordered that as well oh my uh, gosh. a few months ago. A and few so, months ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Patrick, everybody. I'm sorry. (laughs) DJ Patty G. All (laughs) spunky tonight.
1: So, The Sponge Who Could Fly, if you're curious, you can listen to it on YouTube or um, just call me up and I can play it for (laughs) you. So, yeah. It's quite an interesting thing, but just a good way of showing my collection of obscure items that I love or obscure things that I love. Also love of SpongeBob. (laughs)
0: You, You own this segment. (laughs) <laughs> you own this segment, yeah it's, it's your segment yeah. Yeah. it really is um, yeah.
1: I don't know anything about <laughs> mixing. But I'm g- I do know about
2: weird <laughs> items he said, I got items well,
0: I'm glad you went first because I don't know how I'm going to follow that so <laughs> Dale, why don't you see if you can?
2: All right So for mine, what I decided to bring today is actually something I made. And uh, I made this a while back. The blinds? It's great. It (laughs) it looks a lot like blinds, right? It hangs up kind of like blinds. You can kind of see it. Uh However, um, what this is is actually uh, just a little hanging piece that I made uh, about a little over a year ago now, Mm -hmm. um, where all the artists that come in and record at at my personal setup Mm -hmm. uh, sign. I have them sign this piece. So everybody who's come in and whether it's just for, you know, maybe they're just helping somebody else out or just doing like whatever. I have them sign stuff. That's awesome. Um, and actually, David, you were the first one in my setup. Really? In that room to, to, uh, to record. <gasps> oh, And you gosh. never signed it. I never signed it. I kept forgetting oh like, the two gosh. times you come over. So this, this, I wait, this that is that, so sweet. This, kind of a the, this is a touching
0: moment. This is a touching moment. I might cry. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to sign it. Bri- sign next to Bria. I'll also get you the date that it happened to. Ooh. Because uh, yeah. I have everybody wow. sign their name and the date. It happened. Man, I had it in the holster.
2: So... That came from, oh, uh, June. June 18th. Actually, Eighteenth. so yeah, it's 16th. today's date. Yeah. Sweet. June 18th of 21, 2021. 2021. Yep, that was the first thing I recorded other than, well, of course, myself doing tests and
0: stuff like that. Right, right, right. And my own personal setup. So Dude, that's, aw. that's awesome. That's so yeah. sweet. I like that. I want my Sharpie back
2: oh here's yeah. oh, yeah. my last one
0: i thought you had that on the table i thought that was your item for today i was like yeah i want to talk about sharpies yeah this sharpie is really special to me i um i've labeled all my drawers with it yeah um, with this my is clothes. i mean this uh,
1: is really random and weird but if you ever smell <laughs> if you ever smell a sharpie it smells like you sprayed perfume on a ham <laughs>
0: Have have you tried this? I'm sorry, what's good? When I was a
1: kid, (laughs) I remember smelling a Sharpie. I'm like, this smells like someone sprayed perfume on a piece of ham.
0: The combination of those two things. It's very specific. I'm really
1: specific with scents. Like if I smell something, I'm like, this smells like this mixed with this. I'm specific with scents,
0: but not specific with scents.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: That's your thing, my bad. Oh, that's the wrong one. Oh. See, I, I suck oh. at this. See, I need your Sharpie to label these. Um, <laughs> thank you. Well, I'd I want need, back, though. I need tape, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll get my life together soon. Um, so I guess mine is just literally it's um, it's the real book. It's the sixth edition. Um, when I was in high school, I lived in this book. Um, I used to play these little jazz gigs with some uh, some friends from high school at this place called Raz's. And they used to have one in Smyrna and they had one in Antioch. And we just show up and we just play like a few standards out of this thing. Huh. And like, honestly, this is where all my jazz guitar theory came from. And like, I just spent a lot of time in this book. Um, and as you can see on camera, I've just, there's sticky notes everywhere. Just because. You got Autumn Leaves in there. I got Autumn Leaves, got Funny Valentine, Black Orpheus. You got Autumn Leaves a second time in there? Autumn Leaves? A, a Two two or three times in there? Can you
1: sing this a little
0: ditty? Sing you a little ditty. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to brag or anything. Sight so, man. I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna flex right now. But you know, maybe later. But but yeah. So, um, nice. one of my favorite songs in this book is the girl from Ipanema, which is just a beautiful song. Um, mm-hmm. I've always loved it. And so, yeah, that's my item. It's special to me. That's cool. I'm not gonna ask anyone to sign it, but um, oh, I got, I, I'm ready. I, I, I would know. ask my to sign mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, see, unlike you, Patrick, I had to like scour my house. Look, I was, I kept, I walked in like every room, like yeah what can i take for this i know i was thinking about
1: right. that, that i'm like i don't know I, I'm digging like, through a drawer are you gonna in the bathroom? have things for every week no <laughs> i'm
2: just gonna start pulling like random t-shirts i'll just
1: like start oh my goodness yeah you do they're all free t-shirts, t-shirts i yeah, got yeah. from
2: events so yeah <laughs> i mean i
0: got plenty of those you could you could I'm,
2: I'm not a, like an items person too much
0: yeah i don't yeah, think neither am I. well thankfully we have patrick <laughs> to save this segment
2: i might call you one week like hey patrick um you don't give want me a random item items. <laughs> no, I don't. But give me a random item and I'll make up a story. All right. I got this in the seventh grade
0: a Seventh grade. Yeah. Man, I was thinking about that the other day. I was looking through my yearbook and I was like, wow. My haircut was atrocious. I seventh my
1: seventh grade picture, I mispictured it school day and it was so I had to like do a redo, but it was like the worst like flash camera. Like I think the teacher took it. And it was so bad, and I just look so beyond ugly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not middle school if you don't have at least one picture you hate. Oh yeah, am I middle wrong?
1: School? I think yeah. I hated ninety nine percent of the pictures. Ninety nine. Yeah.
0: Um, let's not talk about that. Yeah. I'm in uh, in better news or you know lighter <laughs> topics. Uh, let's talk about the show. Talk about the show. Let's get into it. Let's, yeah, let's get into let's it. Actually. It. So this is successfully unsigned. Um, professional advice from unprofessionals. Last week, we kind of got into things um, talking about just kind of like how you should kind of go about your artistry, just like being confident in yourself, but being open to change and criticism. Um, You know, if you're trying to get a marketing campaign started for your release, just like that starts with you believing in your own work. Mm Um, and then just kind of, you know, putting yourself out there and being uncomfortable, whether it's, if that's like going to shows or like showing people your, your stuff, pitching it, um, you know, those kinds of things. Do you guys have anything else to add on to week one before we move on or yeah, no, any I mean, final thoughts on that? Week two, um, two. we will be talking about what makes a song stand out today. Patrick mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, so I was thinking, you know, we could kind of go at it from three angles, like know the artistry angle like what structurally makes a song what it is um like production wise and then like how you get buzz on the song like when you when you're first releasing it or like trying to market it up and hype it up um so as far as like um structurally you know obviously you got to have a catchy melody right like something that will something that repeats something oh my goodness <laughs> sorry guys uh something that repeats something that's kind of um that that's memorable that people are gonna hum like when they're at work or something. You know what I'm talking about? Um, <laughs> it's a great
2: melody down there. <laughs> it is, yeah.
0: He's singing, he is. He he can hold the melody. He he gets it from his dad, I think. Um
1: Do you have any like good examples that you can think of that like um, artists who keep really good melodies? Whether whether you think their songs are necessarily good or bad, mm-hmm. but they know how to like capture an audience mm-hmm. through a
0: good hook. I'd say a lot of m m stuff, like his earlier stuff, mm. his his melodies okay. are very memorable. Like ma spaghetti. Um, dun I mean, that is like literally yeah, like we that is had the, had the default yep. like string setting on any like, like like um instrument engine on your pro tools. Yep. And somehow they threw some reverb on it and made it it's a great melody and ended up making a great song out of it and you had the low end of that and it's just, it's catchy. So I think Eminem does a great job with that. Yeah. Um, obviously I think like I'm a big fan of John Mayer, a lot of his stuff. He, he stays relevant. John Mayer. Yeah. John Mayer, um, with a lot of his stuff and you know, he has a good way to, um, like write melodies, whether with the guitar or like with this lyrics. Um, so yeah, those are a few examples. Do you guys have any that you can think of?
1: Um, honestly, first thing that came to mind was like, kind of old school Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She I, I mean, she's an amazing writer too, but like mm-hmm. she really just even songs that you don't necessarily like, like you can't shake it off. You can't help but sing along with it. Like it's yeah. just so catchy. Most most pop artists I guess are that way. But um uh, oh,
0: oh. Yeah.
1: Like it just <laughs> I don't know, it's just one of those things like whether you like it or not, you can't escape it. Yeah. Also, Spice Girls. That's scary.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, We're in my- week two, Patrick. Week two now. And week two. They're
1: coming up
2: every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, melody is important. I think next thing will be your vocal performance. You know, like your the confidence in your voice radiates through. So like yes. if you you can sing like on pitch and you know you in time, but if you're not confident sounding with your your vocals, like no one's going to believe in your work, you know, like the way you do. And so like, you really have to let that shine through, you know, and you don't have to be a crazy good singer. You just have to find your style, find your niche, find what works for your genre and like do that to the fullest of your ability.
2: you got to sell it that it's real. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, um, going into studio and working with artists, if, if you're behind the glass, like in the control room is like an engineer, or producer. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest jobs of the producer is to get that artist to, Perform the way they need to perform. Yeah, you know, and so, like you said, you got to have that confidence. Even even if you really, even if you don't really have that confidence, you got to make it sound like you do. You got to make yeah. your part, especially in the lead vocal, mm-hmm. stand out. So you got to make it stand out. You got to make it sound like it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the one of the ones I think of as sounding so so real is kind of a uh, a little bit of an obscure thing off the off the beaten path of pop. There's an artist. Um, I found him through YouTube, called Amigo the Devil of all people, hmm. and he has a song, uh, a couple songs. Um, one, I, it, it was kind of a jarring name, so I was like, "Okay, I'm." I kind of want to see what this is it's called, yeah. "Cocaine Enable." Okay, right. But anyway, the guy's performance in that song is crazy good. Mm-hmm. He sells that performance and yeah. makes it sound like every single line mm-hmm. is just personal experience of. What, whether it's trauma or whether it's whatever that he went through, yeah, you know, you believe it. Mm-hmm. Did he actually go through that? I have no idea. Yeah, but that, I mean, it's just him and a guitar on that track. Yeah, and that is such a moving music musically. That's such a moving song, mm-hmm. um, because he sold it with his voice. Right, mm-hmm. he sold it with his voice and his performance. Mm-hmm. And so you you know you can do that at home too in your own sure you know in your own studio even if you have nobody else there you know find what. You gotta find what works for you to get that best performance. Right. Sometimes that is just being by yourself, being in total quiet, being in yeah. total nothing. For some people, you know, if you if you know you like an audience, mm-hmm. you know, have some friends over. You're like, hey, come sit over here, and I, I want to perform this to you. Right. You know, maybe that'll work. Mm-hmm. But find what it takes for you to give out the best performance that
0: you can give. Right. And I, I think there are three main element elements elements that kind of get your song. Like as far as a live performance, get people to, to really dial into your song. I think it's vocal performance is mm-hmm. the confidence we were talking about. It is if you like have really good instrumental ability. And then, um, just the lyrics too. Like mm-hmm. some people are like really dialed into like lyrics in live mm-hmm. shows. Like mm-hmm. I, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast about a roommate that I had who was a like a folk singer. He wasn't that great on guitar, but he man, he could write some lyrics. Like he mm-hmm. wrote some of the best lyrics I've ever heard. And he would always pitch them to me and I would just like, be like, bro, (laughs) you should be a songwriter. That's incredible. Mm. But you know, he was like, I I couldn't imagine anyone else singing these lyrics, um, which, you know, that just speaks to his artistry and his passion for it, which Mm -hmm. I still respect to this day. Um,
1: I think for me as someone who is not quite as in tune, uh with with (laughs) with like mixing or like i don't know me and dale have talked about when we hear a song we hear them for the first time we hear them differently sure because he has a different ear than mine yeah um see uh proof Proof right there (laughs) and so when i like hear a lyric especially if i mean this is just true i feel like for any basic human but like if you're going through something or like you really Mm -hmm. relate to that just i will literally sometimes have to pause because i'm like oh my goodness yeah you said what i felt exactly it's like they're reading my mind Mm -hmm. or and i think that comes through when you are being genuine in your lyrics or your Mm -hmm. songwriting of okay i'm going through this thing let me be genuine and then other people are going to pick up on that because there's someone out there who's going through the exact same thing you are and then along with vocalists The same thing. Sometimes I literally have to pause or I will like be listening to a song in my car and I like start screaming because I'm like, oh my goodness, (laughs) this person is like, literally I'm like, I cannot believe they just hit this note or they just did this thing or something, just something that brings about it. Yeah. Yeah. Something that brings like some sort of shock value almost. Yeah. Like it for me really does it for me with a song because if, if I know a song where honestly a lot of the song, I'm just kind of like, meh. I could take it or leave it. But mm-hmm. I know that there's this one really good vocal part. There's this one really good lyric. I will listen to the entire song right. just for that part. right? And I will listen to all the buildup that I don't necessarily, that I wouldn't necessarily care for, mm-hmm. but I know what's coming and I'm just like, I'm ready for it and I, I'm, I don't know. So yeah. it is, it's so important and it's just a good way to like, Get someone hooked. There's right. a payoff. You know, yeah. if, if, yes. you, if,
2: if, if you know if, if you listen to a song and then become a fan because of those moments, mm-hmm. there's such a payoff in waiting. Like, mm-hmm. I think of, um, there's a couple of tracks by Manchester Orchestra that I've really kind of fallen in love with. Um, I Know How to Speak and The Silence are my two favorites by them. And there's such a slow build, mm-hmm. slow build. It's it's intense, but it's such a slow build. But in the end, like you said, it just goes massive and right. like, mm-hmm.
0: like, it's such a payoff. Mm-hmm. I think also, uh, you know, there's that debate of like, do you write lyrics first or music first? You know, it's like my opinion is always like either one works, but I would challenge you out there if you're listening to to do it this way. Like if you're more instrumentally inclined, practice writing lyrics first. Mm-hmm. If you're more lyrically inclined, practice writing music first, you know, and I, I personally believe that like some of my best work as far as like my songs that I've written – have been when I've sat down and just kind of wrote my lyrics first, and kind of gotten the idea for the song together, and then the music comes easy. Yeah. Um, whereas, like for me personally, I feel like if I'm writing music first, I'm constantly trying to fit the lyrics inside of that box, and I've already kind of trapped myself inside that. And so, but I know some people that they work better that way. And so, I mean, which one are you? Do you? Uh, it changes. changes? You know,
2: I I, I kind of go both both ways on that. You know, some days I'll write the, the music first. Some days I'll write the lyrics first. It kind of depends on what's going on. A lot of times for the songs that become really heartfelt for me though, mm-hmm. it's very simultaneous. Yeah. It ends up being very simultaneous. Right. Um, but not always, not always. But like you said, I mean, do the thing that you're not used to doing because I don't know. I believe that contrary to popular belief, songwriting is just as much of a skill that you can learn and practice as anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get in there and you know, I've, I've written a ton of songs that i because i sat down like i want to write a song right now whether i felt like i was in the mood or not yeah I'm like, i want to write a song right now i want to practice i mm-hmm. want to do this mm-hmm. and i wrote a song out sometimes they were good most of the time maybe not mm-hmm. but ideas came out yeah. and I, I i figured out the, the workflow process. the process and it's not always smooth it's not always you know wow i hit song in 10 minutes yeah. You know, sometimes it takes days. Sometimes it takes weeks. Mm-hmm. There's songs I've still never finished that I like. I would like to finish. Mm-hmm. And I started them years ago. Maybe I'll finish them. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. But, you know, some of those songs I actually honestly do like and do want to finish. Right. But it t- it can take time,
0: but practice is really the main, you know, the main yeah, part of it. The process and it's not it, we were talking about payoff earlier. It's like it's not it doesn't pay off nearly as much if you're if your first 10 songs hit you know then that's not going to pay off near as much as if like they don't hit and then that 11th one does you know and and then that one is is where you want to go which kind of brings me to the next point of like write lyrics that are meaningful to you you know like actually put down things on on paper that that are meaningful to you and that have have relevance to what you're dealing with because And it doesn't always have to be about you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I've written songs. I've seen other people's situations, and I've written about that. He does Mm -hmm. that. He does that. And I love doing that. All the time. Like, it's like putting myself in other people's shoes. It's much more intriguing and interesting to me Mm -hmm. than, like, talking from my own perspective. Plus, you also have
2: that little bit of a barrier of of anonymity. Right. You know, you can talk about other people's problems. Yeah. And, like, by the time you write. who's not a songwriter. (laughs) (laughs) But by the time you write and perform it somewhere, you're like, and people are like, wow, you know, that really, did you really go through that? Yeah. Did that happen? And no. You're like, no, I mean, I, I just, like, I saw my friend, this happened. And yeah. did your dog really die that way? What? Yeah. No, it didn't. Old yellow.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's just like, yeah, writing Watch out, Patrick, i one about you next. Well, I'm sure you are. I've already written one about the chicken nugget necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's you. in the tank. It's in the tank. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Chicken the chicken nugget necklace. Um, I need to make that like a sound bite. Honestly. Chicken nugget necklace. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for watching, guys. Before you go, do us a quick favor. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Hit the notification bell so you get notified anytime we post any content. Go listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review if you really like what you're hearing. It would really help us out. Go follow us on Instagram. We'll see you next time.